Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome everybody to Salt Talks, where we support abundant living today and every day. I am super excited to have one of the fam bam joining me today for our episode. I have Gabe the Babe. If you follow us on fam bam, Gabe, you want to tell everybody hi? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Got the baby in the (laughs) one-on-one session. Absolutely. I'm super excited to talk to the audience today about clearing your inbox. Yep. Clearing your inbox. And that has lots of meaning. So are you ready to dive in with me today, Gabe? Let's do it. All right. Our topic today is called clear out your inbox. Now, Gabe, if I was going to just throw that one at you, where do you think I'm headed? Well, we're doing this on a whim a little bit. And you know, when you just throw that at me, out of the blue, I'm automatically, I just think, okay, and we laugh about it with you because your personal email box has lots of emails in it, right? And it's got the little number and it shows you how many you have in there. And we, I always tease you about it because it's so many. And yes. you just have so much information bottled up somewhere. And I think when you talk about clear your inbox, it's just, it's just that clutter. It's that clutter that's surrounding your life. It could be physically, you know, something around you or also like the actual mailbox in that case. I have to tell the audience something. I'm of a certain age and I have had this one personal email address for the last 30 years. Okay. You know, it's not one related to, you know, a job. So it's the one that gets everything, all the junk that comes, all the spam that comes and everything. And that one, I know where to go in there and I know how to look for things if people need me, but otherwise it's just kind of accrued over the time. And I don't really bother with it because I know that one's not professional, but you guys tease me about it a lot and I totally get it. But in my work, no matter what I have ever done, my inbox gets cleared out before I lay my head down every single night. And I believe totally that clearing the inbox is clearing the clutter and it actually rolls over to everything we do. You know, when we talk salt, we have to live an abundant life. And Let's talk just about this a little bit, Gabe. So I think clearing the clutter, we can equate to it first, like cleaning your closet or cleaning your room. Don't you feel so much better after you've cleaned your closet out or cleaned your room? I agree. Now, this is something that I definitely 100% have to get better at, you know, getting up, making the bed or living in a clean space. You're not looking for clothes that are sitting under a blanket somewhere, or, you know, you, you have everything organized, everything, your life is organized. Now I can do better. I know I can now. But we all can. And this is something that I'm not a messy person in terms of dirty, in terms of organization. That's something I can improve on. So clutter. That's clutter. clutter. Yeah, exactly. So this, this is very (laughs) applicable, but whenever we started talking about this topic, I actually remembered a speech that was given. Now I'm in Aggie, Texas A&M through and through. Yep. Through and through. But I saw this Navy SEAL and it was a 2014 commencement address. I guess a graduating class there. And his name was Admiral William H. McRaven. And I just kind of thought of this right before we started. And he has 10 steps whenever he starts out. He's like, if you want to get your life together, start out by making your bed. 
and that's what he had to do every day at Navy SEAL training. You had to make your bed and someone would come and inspect it. So you could make your bed and still not do it right. You know, and he said that if you were new, the first thing you could never do it right, basically. So it never was good enough. And that was the point. Right. But also his whole angle on it was you wake up, you make your bed. Even if you have a terrible day, at least you come home to a made bed. You know? Oh my gosh, Gabe. I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember when Chelsea shared before our New Year's uh, yep. shows that she actually said that's how she started changing her life <laughs> a year ago was yeah. making her bed. And she said it for that very reason is that you can start your day well and no matter what, you'll come back to that. Oh my gosh, what a great full circle moment with that. So, so true. This was a commencement speech you said? Yeah. And it's just so good. There's so many good points in there and you could apply it to all different types of podcasts that we've had. Um, we, we should maybe break that down one time, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think that's another podcast for the babe and me. Okay. So back to the point, back to clearing the inbox. Okay. When we have clutter, when we have an inbox that has 10, 100, 1,000, 4,000, 10,000 emails, let's just say this is our work. Okay. Personal, right. that's different, but this is our work. This is how we function. This is how we move from point A to point B. This is how we are efficient at our tasks. This is how we are ambassadors for the people and the companies that we work for. How can we be the best that we can be if we have that many emails that are unanswered? Well, I'm very much like you in the aspect of work email. Now, my personal email is very clean too, but I, it's not a priority. So work, I'm the type of person that if something comes in, I immediately want to get it done. So I could get five, six emails that say, Hey, give me something this week. I'd rather just get those five or six done and then kind of be coasting, you know? And then if something spontaneous happens, I can be on my feet and toes and all that. Guess what? Something always spontaneous does <laughs> yeah, happen. It does. And that's <laughs> the that's anvil a, falls every exactly. single week somewhere. And if, if you're behind, then it just adds to the clutter, right? Yes. It just adds to that email chain that you have to get through. Now, I also kind of fault too in the sense that I'll be working on something and an email will come in and I'll go jump to that email and start working on that. So, I mean, obviously there's a priority list, right? You got to go through and you got to do the things and whatever needs to be done first. It's actually a really good point. I want to peel that onion back just a little bit because I'm sure that there's other people listening that are just like that. And the same thing happens to me. I have found that, you know, sometimes you're in the middle of putting out a minor fire and a major fire blows up and you get sidetracked. And then all of a sudden you thought you finished the minor fire, but you realize you didn't. So how do you, how do we, because I have some things that I do. What do you do to make sure that you come back around and scoop up all those loose ends? Well, I kind of have two things that I personally like to do. I probably get this from you. I don't know if you do this or not. Sticky notes. I have sticky notes everywhere. (laughs) Like if I'm really worried about something, I will write it on a sticky note and I put it on the middle of my computer screen. Yeah. So I I cannot miss it. You know, it's right there in the middle. It's the first thing I see before I turn it on. And another thing is I flag my emails. So if like someone calls me and then next thing you know, I get 10 emails in the next 30 minutes and then I'll go back and I flag the ones that I know I got to follow up on. And then throughout the day, I go just scroll through my day's emails and I go back and I say, hey, okay, I did finish this and then I'll uncheck it or I haven't followed up on that. Okay, I got to go through there. And I guess technically three is I'm kind of old school in the sense of I want a notebook, 
like the sticky notes kind of provides that for me, but I have a notebook and it can be cluttered too, because I'll have several different thoughts on one page. But if you know, you looking at it would be like, what the heck is he writing down? But me, I could probably go through and say, Hey, okay, I, I know what I was talking about there. And I know what I was talking about there. And kind of follow it that way. Oh my gosh, Gabe. Those are the exact same things that I do. Almost like I'm your kid, huh? (laughs) It's almost. (laughs) It's scary. I do exactly the same thing with the sticky notes, exactly the same things with my flags. And my notebook, I totally am where you are. The only thing that I would add that I do is I label that sheet. And sometimes it's multiple pages, but I call it my whatever the date is to-do list. Right. And then, I do the same thing. I okay. do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just scratch them off as I to I to do them. And if I also get something in the next day, I start and I put a date at the top of that page and just make sure, okay, that goes on tomorrow. That goes on Thursday. That goes on whatever. And it just helps you clear the clutter because, you know, nature, this is a statement. Um, and I heard this, gosh, probably over 25 years ago, nature abhors means does not like nature can't stand, can't live with a vacuum. It's going to fill it. So if you clear something out, something good is going to come in and replace it. Something else will come in. Your creative will come in. Your ability to see a new opportunity, a new path. I mean, there's nobody I don't think could argue that when you finish a task like that, you walk away going, I feel good. I feel good about myself. I feel my mind, you know? We were talking about how you could be cleaning the closet, literally, and find that pair of shoes that you haven't worn in four months because your closet's dirty. Now, that's obviously maybe not, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but in the same thing with your emails. And I told you that I recently had an email that they don't get swept under the rug, but they just get, it's a, it's oh, a forwarded this is a chain. Great, yes, this is an awesome story of finding gold. Yeah, okay, it was so- it's something that was just kind of hidden there and it kind of got just laid in my lap. And I guess for everybody listening... I am new to the sales game with my company. So basically I'm starting to work my way up, but there's a lot of little sales that in the company that we work for, we just don't typically do those types of things. There were large scale things. And I got forwarded this email that probably got forwarded, I don't know, three, four or five times. And then so it, it comes got to passed me. on, right, yeah, it got yeah. passed by other people higher up. Exactly. And it comes to me and I, my job is whenever these come in, I follow up with the customer and say, Hey, what, what are you looking for? And probably 99 times out of a hundred, it's something that we don't even do. You know, it's just someone reaching out that thought they knew what they were looking for and they really don't. And I can direct them, maybe try and help, but that's the best case scenario. And I guess first of the year, right after Christmas, I got an email and it's very easy to put these off because of how many dead ends, you know, happen. It's just like, oh, you go through all the steps and then nothing comes of it. Well, pretty much I got this email, end up following up with this guy. He sends me over the drawings and information that I need. And next thing you know, it's a, it's a huge job. (laughs) And it's like the biggest one that I've ever had. And so next thing you know, I'm like in the driver's seat of this thing. And it's like, Hey, here you go. Here's your first one. You know, it just goes to show you that I guess, I could have just let that email drift off into the clutter, right? And been done with it. Like others had done before you. Yeah. And, you know, it was a little golden nugget sitting there and it fell right in my lap. And I, you know, I can't be more grateful for that. I love, love 
what you said about being grateful for it. I do want to circle back around and the way that we should start every day is with our gratitude, gratitude and true gratefulness for, you know, where we are today, the place we are, the people we serve, our opportunities to grow. And when we do live this way, you know, sometimes, you know, clearing the clutter brings us a golden nugget, just like you said. So, you know, I totally, totally understand that, you know, whether we own our own businesses or we work for other folks or whether we're great keepers of our houses and homes, we're all on a journey somewhere. But, you know, when we take the time to realize that we all could do a little bit of clearing the clutter in our lives, it's going to open up a chance for either a creative path, whether it's going to open us a time to physically go outside, get refreshed, exercise. When we clear the clutter, it's going to free us up for maybe it's more family time. Maybe an idea has been waiting to be birthed through you, but you have so much clutter in your daily, in your inbox that it's weighting you down. It's weighting us down if we don't get through it. It's the opportunity. The opportunity just kind of shows up. Because nature abhors a vacuum. As soon as we get rid of it, as soon as we clear out, something else is going to replace it. And we want we want good, positive creations. When we we always say that the devil lives in confusion. If you're living in this confused, cluttered life, you take the path of least resistance, right? You take the path that's easiest, that's that maybe looks like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna take that, maybe because it's a thing that sounds right. And I've been trying, I know we talked about our New Year's resolutions in a fan band podcast. And obviously we can all do better, right? That's kind of the reoccurring statement, it seems like. But I feel like you have to make yourself uncomfortable sometimes. You know, you got a good point. You gotta what do you mean you by that? Yeah. Stretch. You gotta stretch yourself. You can state the negative that, oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have the time. Oh, I don't have the way that I look at it is if you sit there and you tell yourself all these negative things, you're not we talk about moving our feet. If you're not moving your feet, then you can't feel sorry for yourself. You know, if you're just kind of living there, then it, I mean, ultimately yeah. the only person that can do that is you, right? It's and- so true. I wanted to piggyback on that with a couple of different stories from my personal life. In one of my prior positions, I was, you know, C-level individual in a corporation. And I remember doing some work along the side, you know, a team, individuals, that it was necessary that we were timely, that we were efficient, and that we were getting information back and forth and through different lines and veins within the company. We're talking partner to partner, vendor, internal, and so forth. And I remember seeing one of my colleagues uh, had an inbox that had 4,000 unread emails. And I remember just making a mental note because I didn't know that piece of the puzzle until I saw it when we were doing the work together. We were you know, having to, to screen share and share data, but it, it made sense because I was the project manager of this particular project that we were trying to accomplish. And this individual was struggling with deadlines and data and details. And I know that buried deep within that those emails were the answers that this person needed, the answers that our company needed, the answers that our partners needed, the answers that our vendors needed. So it was like one of those aha moments. And I I remember just wanting to say, let me help you. You are such a gifted and talented individual. Let's get this piece cleared up and it will affect your life, you know, moving forward. Um, And I'll also tell you another story years ago when I was uh, head of a virtual school, that's before virtual was even popular, you know, due to the pandemic. And I will tell you this, and this was a time that I became very out of balance in my own life. Luckily it was for a short season, but 
it had to do with right-siding a project, trying to build the plane while flying. And uh, when we talked about anvils dropping, I had anvils dropping every day. It was a year that we had hurricanes and we had some other serious anvils that were dropping in terms of keeping our school and, and keeping it running. And I received over a thousand emails every two and a half days. I was the only one that could answer them. And in order for us to keep moving forward and to get systems, processes, procedures, pathways, teams gelling and functioning together. So it was a short season, but it was definitely a time that I was way out of balance. But I had made a commitment to myself that no matter what, before I laid my head down every night, my inbox would be cleared out because somebody was waiting on me for an answer. And I did not want to stop and be the clog, you know, piece of cog of the wheel. You know, I just had to do what I had to do, but luckily it was a short season and I didn't have to, you know, work till two and three in the morning every single night, uh, work all the weekends and so forth. I don't recommend that. That is not something that I recommend for, you know, living your best life in all areas of your life because it took a toll on me. The thing that I wanted to leave the audience with is I'd made a commitment to myself, made a commitment to those children. I'd made a commitment to the school. And I said, you know, whatever it takes, I will do whatever it takes every day to make sure every child, every family is served to the best of my ability. So those are the things I guess I want to be the takeaways is when you make that commitment to yourself, this is who I am. I will, you know, make sure I clear out my inbox. I clear the clutter every day just so a new day can start. Because if I had let those 1000 emails every two and a half days build up at the end of a week, you can only imagine how many I would have had at the end of just one week, let alone two, three, or six, eight weeks out. All those things to say, we make commitments to ourselves. We make commitments to the work that we do, but by doing so, we can accept and receive the new great things that God has planned for us if we just clear out some of the stuff that we need to clear out and clean up in our lives. It'll bleed over too. If you start practicing things in your personal life, it'll bleed into your work. It'll bleed into your, you know, it, sh it should be a part of you, right? If you start doing these things, then it just becomes what you do, like the making your bed deal. Okay, you started out, you completed one task. Now, what's the next thing? I think whenever you start doing that, then, okay, if you stay at home or you, you work virtually or you go into work, then you're like, all right. What do I got to accomplish today? What do I got to clean up? You know, whatever you got to do, it just kind of, it's like that snowball kind of effect. I, I saw a video of a guy and he said, I tell myself a two minute rule, someone who's a procrastinator. All right, just do this for two minutes. But what happens is your mind, it goes, okay, I've been doing it for two minutes. I might as well just keep doing it. And that's how you break that procrastination habit of just sitting there. Okay, you're sitting there watching TV. Oh, I don't want to do my work right now. Okay, just do it for two minutes. Well, when you start doing it for two minutes, next thing you know, you're doing it for an hour and you're doing it for an hour <laughs> and a half. And your your mind just had to get over that mental block of getting started. And then once that happened, boom, there you go. You're, you broke the procrastination. That is a great tip, Gabe, because you know what? Two minutes doesn't sound like a long time, but two minutes can be a long time when you're actually... Oh, yeah. You know I used to have a teacher in kindergarten that if you got in trouble, you had to stay a minute after class and her class went into recess. So everyone wanted to go to recess, right? And you would sit there in silence and everyone would just watch the clock for a minute. And you're like, that, everyone else is outside, you know, and the minute feels like for an eternity, you know? And then if goodness, if you had two minutes, then <laughs> it's terrible. 
Oh my gosh, exactly. Well, I love that. I want us all to live our best life in 2022, myself included. And I think a huge part of that is we've got to clear the inbox and the inbox can be truly our inbox because it might lead to some golden nuggets like you shared opportunities. There's never know. things you out never there, know. but you know, clear the inbox could also be a metaphor for cleaning the closet, doing that project that you've put off, setting aside time to do some things with the family or to just clear out some space and move something else into that space that is going to push you and move you to your best life and your most abundant life and your salt life. So I just thank you, Gabe, so much for, for spending the time here with me today. Is there anything, you know, parting words that you would like to share with the audience before we close out today? I mean, I think we covered it pretty good, but I guess ultimately, like if you're listening, you know, don't compare yourself to other people. Number one, I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, they have everything or they, you know, blah, blah, you know, that's a terrible mindset to take. I feel like you take care of what you can take care of yourself. So if you got things that you need to clean up in your life, clean them up. And I'm talking about myself here too. So I'm not pointing any fingers, but if you take care of what you could take care of, the rest will just kind of fall into place. And I think that's something that will continue to, you will move forward in what the heck start making your bed. If you're not doing it now, (laughs) start making your bed. Oh my gosh. That is so very true. And, and we do have a tendency to compare ourselves to others, but we're not walking their walk. We're walking our walk, you know, doesn't apply to you. It's, It's easy though. I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in that. Oh, we all, because we're human. Well, you know, we all do it. I don't think that stops. But I think the point that you make is when you find yourself consciously doing that, flip it, flip the narrative that you say, nope, that is their life. This is my story. My story is, and you back it up with an affirmation. One of those affirmations that we've talked about and, you know, that you you made and, and hopefully we did, you know, in preparation for 2022. So Gabe, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having Uh, me. Yeah, for the Amanda Rollert Show. We are so happy that you joined us for bringing salt back into your life. It's our joy. It's our passion to support abundant living today for everybody, for all of us. And we're all on this journey. We are all learning. We're all struggling. But let's make a commitment, everybody. Let's make a commitment this week. We're going to clear the inbox. And make your bed. And make your bed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on today's episode. We hope that you share us. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.